Please be seated. Well, good morning, everyone. I'm Glenda, and I'm one of the pastors here at New Peninsula. And let me add my welcome to you all uh, to our Good Friday service. Now, we've just sung about turning our eyes to Jesus. And I wonder when we do turn our eyes to Jesus, are we amazed by what we see? 39 times in the Bible we're told that people were amazed by Jesus. They were amazed by things such as his teaching, his miracles, his compassion. They were amazed at his power and his authority. When you see what Jesus says in the Bible, you see that his teaching is revolutionary and authoritative. Jesus' words are challenging. They're powerful. And they are still as relevant today as they were when he spoke them over 2,000 years ago. And in the Bible, we see that Jesus' concern is for people like you and me. The hurting, the poor, the troubled, the sinner. And we see Jesus has the power and authority to stop storms, to raise people from the dead, to get rid of evil spirits, to perform miracles. So that people were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the crippled made well, the lame walking and the blind seeing. And Jesus didn't have to declare or defend his authority because his actions proved it. But all of these amazing things that Jesus did point to the most amazing thing of all. And that is who Jesus is and why he came to earth as a man. Listen to some of the things that the Bible tells us about Jesus. All of the things that were written about him hundreds of years before he was born actually came true. There are so many examples in the New Testament where the words of the Old Testament prophets are repeated as their prophecies about Jesus come to pass. In Luke 18, for example, Jesus predicts his death and confirms the prophecies of the Old Testament prophets. Jesus took the 12 aside and told them, we are going to Jerusalem and everything that is written by the prophets about the Son of Man will be fulfilled. He will be delivered over to the Gentiles. They will mock him, insult him and spit on him. They will flog him and kill him And on the third day, he will rise again. When Jesus came up out of the water after being baptised, God himself declares Jesus to be his son. God says, this is my son whom I love. Jesus tells us, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. Believing and trusting in Jesus is the only way for us to have a close and personal 
relationship with God. When Philip, one of Jesus' disciples, asked him to, well, show us the Father. And Jesus replies, anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. Jesus came to earth as a man to show us by his own life and his teaching what God is like. He became a man to be our example, to sympathise and to empathise with us. And Jesus does understand all the tough things that we go through. He understands our temptations, our problems, our hurts, our sorrows and our pain. And Jesus not only knows and understands them, but Matthew 28 says, Jesus came to his disciples and said, All authority on heaven and earth has been given to me. So do you know what that means? That means that Jesus has authority over anything that we might face in this life. He has all power and authority over our problems, our fears and our needs. The difference between us and Jesus is that Jesus lived in total obedience to God. He is the only example we have of a perfect human being. Another amazing thing about Jesus is that he willingly accepted the limitations of becoming a man. Why would the divine Son of God do that? Why would Jesus willingly leave the perfect glory of heaven and become a human being in this broken world? Well, the reason is because the story of Jesus is a story of love. Jesus' story shows us that our loving God will go to any lengths to have a close relationship with us. The creator of all things, the one and only God who is all-powerful, all-good and all-true, loves you. The Bible tells us that God so loved the world, and that means every single one of us, that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And in Romans 5, we read, God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And we know we've all sinned. We've all done and thought wrong things and fallen short of God's perfect standards. And when we put up a wall of sin between God and ourselves, we actually cut ourselves off from God. So Jesus comes to us and he effectively says, I love you with all my being, but wrong things have to be dealt with because God is a just and a righteous God. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to allow that wall of wrongdoings to fall on me and crush me 
so that you can have a close personal relationship with God. I don't know about you, but I'm actually amazed that Jesus loves me. I'm amazed because I know me. I know the things that I think and do and say that are not what God wants me to do or how he wants me to be. And you know yourself, don't you? You know what goes on inside of you. And given what we know about ourselves, shouldn't we be absolutely over-the-top amazed that Jesus loves us so much that he would die for us? Another reason Jesus willingly came to earth as a human being was so that he could be our substitute. If he hadn't been a human, just like us, he couldn't have died in our place. He couldn't have paid the debt for our sin. In the first chapter of John, we're told, in the beginning was the word, that's Jesus, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was with God in the beginning. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son who came from the father, full of grace and truth. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only son who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the father has made him known. Jesus had to be a human being, like us in every way, except he never sinned. That is why he could be our substitute to die for our sins and bring us back into right relationship with God. And do you know what else is so amazing about Jesus? Not only did he willingly come to earth as a human being, but he willingly allowed himself to be persecuted, to suffer and to die. Jesus tells us this in John 10 when he says, No one takes my life from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. And in John 10, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Jesus knew that he had to take our sin upon himself so that it could be forgiven. Jesus knew he had to defeat death by dying. And on this day, we remember and we praise God that through Jesus' death and resurrection, God has defeated sin. God has defeated death. God has triumphed over the devil and gave each one of us the opportunity to be his sons and daughters. God took Jesus' suffering and death and he turned it into the greatest victory of all. 
all over the world, including here in our church and out in our community. We see lives transformed as men, women and young people accept Jesus as their Lord and their Saviour. Well, don't you think there are so many reasons to be amazed by Jesus? But the Bible tells us that Jesus was also amazed when he returned to his hometown and found that many people opposed him. And it says he was amazed at their lack of faith. And this is the choice we have to make. We need to decide whether we'll choose to put our trust in Jesus and his death for us. Or whether we'll choose to leave him amazed at our lack of faith and what he's done for us. And if you haven't put your trust in Jesus and his death on the cross for you, then you need to know that he is reaching out to you today. There's a story of a firefighter who climbed a ladder to save a woman from a burning building. When he broke the window, he saw her hiding in the corner. He had his hand only a few centimetres away and he called for her to take hold of it. But the woman was so afraid that she withdrew further into the room and died. Later on, when that firefighter was interviewed, all he could say was, she wouldn't let me save her. Jesus is reaching out to you. The question is, will you let him save you? When Jesus hung on that cross and paid the price for all that you do wrong, he was reaching out to save you. And if you're here today or watching from home and you're a follower of Jesus, you know you're already saved through Jesus' death and resurrection. But we still need that moment-by-moment choice every day to put our trust in Jesus and to live for him as our Lord and our King. And today, for those of us who are followers of Jesus, he is reaching out to you. And he's asking you if you are amazed by him. If you believe with amazement that the power and authority of Jesus is still active today in every corner of the world. Jesus is reaching out and asking you whether amazement floods your soul when you consider the fact that the things we read in the Bible that Jesus did and who he was, they're still the same today. Jesus still has the power and authority. Jesus is still the same now as he was then and he will be the same forever. And if you're here today or you're watching from home and you haven't put your trust in Jesus and his death on the cross for you, 
He's reaching out to you. And he's asking you to be amazed by him. To believe that he is God's son. To believe that he died for you and for all your sins. And that he is waiting and longing for you to have that close, personal relationship with God. Jesus is on a mission to change lives, to change hearts, to change futures, to bring hope and peace and purpose. And so Jesus' message and promise to us again is that God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. Please join with me as we pray. Father God, we praise you and thank you that when we were lost and without hope, when we needed a saviour, you sent your one and only son, Jesus, to die for our sins and bring us back into close relationship with you. Loving Father, if there are people here today or watching at home and they have this sense that you are reaching out to them, we pray that they will respond to you. We pray they will accept Jesus' death for them and ask forgiveness for the wrong things in their lives. We pray they will know you are calling them home to you, to your love, your forgiveness and the hope, freedom and peace that only you can give. We ask this, Jesus, in your powerful name. Amen.